Mm. Sunday afternoons are for lots of coffee. Crozier, and I am joined by the amazing Ryan Poliski. Great to be here on this fine day with the we both have the most fancy backgrounds of all time. Yes, we do. Most definitely. So luxurious. Look at look at all the fun characters you got in the background. You got uh, Dead Fred, or you know, what do you what do you got there? Draculio. I see that poster. Yeah, that's an instant classic by Bloodshed Death Bath. I got all sorts of stuff. I got some weird pinball awards, and I got an album oh. art up there for one of my bands, and nice. I got uh, some miniature arcade machines, and I got foot. Everybody should have a foot. Yeah, if you don't have two, have a third. So this is an unrealistic foot. Mm. Completely unrealistic. It's just a small kind of cartoon vibe. So nice. yeah, I don't know. We're just partying back here. Excellent, excellent. Uh, you know, Ryan, as, as everybody knows, you know, you're having a screening with, uh, you know, Tom Holland's uh, Fright Night, uh, accompanied by your films Motel London 1 through 3, all, all the amazing short films. Right. Uh, that's that's going to be April 8th at 7 p.m. at the Denver Sea Film Center. Uh, yeah, R Ryan, you know, you... Uh, I've always considered you uh, to be like one of uh, Denver's like premier uh, horror film, uh, you know, makers. And uh, yeah, I, I, I find that your, your talent is, is really unmatched because you're, you're pretty much a, like a one-stop shop production team. Yeah. All, almost all by yourself. You know I mean? You, you do it all and it's, it's pretty ridiculous. And, and I think, I think that type of uh, talent should really be appreciated and celebrated. And, um, you know, us, us here at, at COFO, at Colorado Festival of Horror, uh, I mean, we're, we're happy to, to help put this on with, uh, you know, partnering with the Denver Film, uh, you know, C Film Center and, uh, you know, kind of showcase some of that local talent by also marrying it with, you know, Fright Night, which is so near and dear to your heart. Oh, yeah. I mean, first of all, thank you so much for all those amazing compliments. Uh, I think I, what happens is when you're like a little weird kid who never goes out and just plays video games all the time and like plays pinball and stuff, you kind of get into this, like in your head, like, how can I make all of that pinball machine? How could I make a game like that? So you kind of get in the, I've gotten in this realm within my life of when I see something, I try to deconstruct it and have, how would you make it? Right. And I've always just tried to do that. So it's always been like kind of the thing to do. Nice. So, and that's ever since you were, you've been like a little kid. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was a little kid. I was like drawing like haunted house layouts, like mm -hmm. an immersive little layout right. and how would things get scary at certain points and come yeah. up with all these little things. And, uh, and of course it was like, of course this light just went out. Um, <laughs> right. Technical problems. I know. What the heck? I'm so <laughs> visible enough but yeah so what happened is i was just always making haunted houses when i was a little kid cool so cool. that was and i think you get in that production mindset where you're like how could i make that actually happen somehow yeah yeah, yeah that's that that's pretty awesome uh 
you know, yeah, going back to like Fright Night, can you tell us about, you know, when oh, yeah. you happen upon, you know, Tom Holland's, uh, you know, classic film? As, as oh, a yeah. kid, what kind of impression that left? I remember my mom would always take me. I was like a little kid. I'm like eight to 10 years old or something. My mom's always taking me to the video store to go find the scariest, craziest movies that are out there. And we would just pick up the scariest things. And when I saw that cover of right. this movie, like when I saw this art, I was like, oh my God, that's got to be like the best movie ever. There's right. no way that can't be the best movie ever. So I, you know, I saw it and it was. For, va for vampire movies, that has like the best production value ever. Like it's so good on every level of everything and the actors. And I mean, it just blew my mind. So yeah. I would watch it all the time. And back then, like on, on cable, it was like, it was on cable every day. So you yeah. see it constantly. So I saw it probably like thousands of times. Nice. Nice. Uh, Peter just chimed in. Uh, he said, uh, agreed on the talent. So you oh. are uh, definitely amazing. Uh, I appreciate it. I try. You can only try in life. Uh, Don said, uh, so your mom encouraged uh, your passion at a young age. She did, basically, because she That's took cool. me to the store and she would always encourage me to look at the scariest ones. Oh, you wow. Know? And this was at this cool. place called Famous Video that was like down by down mm -hmm. by South Glen Mall in Littleton. And we would just go there every weekend. And it was the coolest thing. I feel so bad for kids to not be able to do that because... Right. That experience kind of shaped a lot of how I wound up becoming is going to these little things like that. Yeah, I, I remember growing up and, and going to the, the video stores, especially like when VHS just came out, you know, that's how old I am. And and uh, my parents would take me through and it was just it was a gallery of uh -huh. covered artwork that was just amazing. And those big, especially those big VHS cases. Oh, my you God. Know? No. Yeah, and there there was just amazing stuff. Yeah, you know, like the Fright Night you pointed out. Yeah, you know, there'd be like the Toxic Avenger case across the way. You know, in the back room, there's the Faces of Death cover, which is like, what I know. The fuck yeah, is you're that? like, oh man, it's always rented out. You're like, oh man, I gotta get that sometime. It's oh never here. Yeah, and then, then I watched it in art school. I was like, yeah, it's probably best i didn't watch it then. <laughs> i know it's not as good as you were hoping you're like dang that's not really that good actually but whatever it's like yeah. kind of like watching news yeah <laughs> yeah that's true it's basically it's that like, experience and having to discover that on your own like you would have to yeah. discover that that wasn't really what you thought it was but it had such a cool rumor that yeah. you had to go to the video true. store and see if it was there i mean that i wish those experiences still existed but yeah, it's it's it, yeah. I mean, you, you still have like the occasional independent uh, like uh, DVD store or like there's in in Fort Collins they've got Goreham uh, Playground, which is amazing. Um, you know, there's uh, you know, I think we used to have some friends that still worked at some of these independent places, but I, I don't know if they're even still around. I mean, the yeah. the, pandem the pandemic shut down a lot of things. I know it shut down everything. Denver has just been wiped clean. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just glad that we've been able to stick with this, with mutiny, you know? Yeah. Mutiny is amazing. That's, it's kind of our home away from home. It's like the only other place I go. I'm here That's coffee. or at mutiny. I don't really go anywhere else. You go way more than I, anywhere than I go. I <laughs> never leave. So I've lost my mind. So if I didn't have mutiny, <laughs> I'd be so screwy Lucy right now. It'd be right. nuts. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Peter was mentioning, uh, yeah, famous video on University. Yeah, right. That right. was the place. And it was a big place. So when you came in there and there was just row after row after row of, like, movies to to look at, yeah. it was just amazing. You had your whole day taken care of going there and just looking at all of this stuff. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely miss those as well. And uh, <laughs> Trevor just uh, chimed in mutiny for life and yeah yeah since since you don't have like that type of video uh you know experience you know bookstore comic book shop next best thing yeah you know, oh for that's sure what mutiny is. yeah so is a, the combination of like every cool thing in in right. culture like right. all in one building so it's just like 
it, there's nothing else like that. And I'm glad that it still exists Endeavor because there's nothing like it. Yeah. So it's, they're, they're holding ground is the coolest spot, I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. It's, 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 uh, it's sacred. It's sacred to so many creative people and so many people wanting to do, uh, you know, great things, good things for their community and help, help people out. It's, it's a, it's a good, uh, meeting place for, for all kinds of, you know, uh, great activities, endeavors and, uh, movements too. There's so many people that have come out of there like you and like Alan Brooks and all these people that have really like, shined mar i mean there's so many amazing artists that are related to that place i don't think there's anything else like that right now so i mean it's just cool to have any sort of connection with it yeah that's that's true it is it is kind of a a nice touchstone a conduit of sorts you know Mm -hmm. for for creative people to 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 do cool things yourself included buddy all (laughs) you know all you know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but all the pinball machines there are yours, right? You yes, they are. And you own them. Yeah. And I own those games. As yeah. much as they're just like, yeah, it's amazing. I've, I've owned like, I was counting the other day. I've had 60 games. Nice. And almost Jeez. all, I know. Yeah. Since 2013. So. Holy crap. It's I been, know. in that right? short amount of time, 60 I games. Know. 60. That's how many I've owned. God so damn. like. And they've all cycled through Mutiny at one point yeah. or another. Like, I've just cycled all the games through there just to give people new stuff to play every time. Yeah. Like, because yeah. you can't have the same games in there all the time. So I'm trying to, like, mix it up. So it's been a challenge because this, the arcade world is a totally different kind of beast. Right. But it's been awesome to do it at Mutiny because the, the people that come there are, like, so loyal and cool. And they, they, they just expect to come there and see new stuff and be entertained. In, in for the whole weekend and it's just cool to have that kind of thing so yeah all those games are mine i have one video arcade right now i used to have a bunch of cocktail table games in there too yeah Um, i don't have those anymore but i do have super cobra in there which is the hardest game it's super cool cool nice that's that's awesome well and and you yourself you've got a a nice background of of helping design uh pinball machines commercial ones you just came off of john carpenter's halloween that just you know debuted last year i mean that right that was that looks so amazing you did the the digital display unbelievable absolutely yeah i mean that was an amazing opportunity i mean it's something i always wanted to do and as a kid and i first saw a pinball machine it's like i'd love to have anything to do with working on any game ever yeah and i mean how how cool can it be that it's like one of your favorite horror movies ever yeah that happened to fall into place to be able to even touch it in any way at all i mean i was fine with doing anything i was like i'll do anything i'll just do the lighting on the game i don't care but the fact that i was able to do the animations on the game right and the initial user interface and sound effects i was like oh man that's like front facing stuff that's super awesome that's so cool that's a good uh yeah peter uh chimed in um killer game the only reason i own it is because of ryan oh <laughs> you got you got a, a nice uh uh you know, uh, grouping of, of fans you know chiming in here they they really like your work uh, i mean you know we we do too of course but uh let, let's talk a little bit about uh like motel london you know yeah. your, your short films you've uh you and i met like you know over a decade ago uh, right probably, probably like 12 13 years ago maybe, maybe i think so it was like 2009 or 2008 yeah, something around there. Um, and you know, you, you turned me on to your the first short film that you did. Uh, uh, um, you know, where you're running around. Uh, you know, this this mountain town, saying just <laughs> all kinds of weird gibberish and shit. Oswald versus the bear. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god, I love that short. It's just so bonkers. Oh it's and, so embarrassing for me. I mean, everybody likes it, and I'm like, oh man, everybody likes that one. Ah, <laughs> why did I say that stuff? Like, yeah. what were you thinking? <laughs> but, but then after that, you know, you started, uh, you know, doing just, you know, sh- it seemed like a short film almost every year. And, and, then, and then, you know, you came across like the, this uh, Motel London uh, series of short films that you were doing. Those a little bit short films, but a little bit longer form. Yeah. And, we have, what was uh, kind of the, the driving, uh, you know, point for that? 
Okay, so Motel One, I mean, all these were made to be completely crazy, off the wall, didn't have to get approved by anybody. It's just kind of stream of conscious uh, right. horror film, right? It's not real. It's like an improv thing that turned into a movie. Okay. None of it was written, really. It's always been based on the, the place. Mm-hmm. So I saw this place, Motel London, which was the scariest oh. looking thing ever. Yeah. And it was right off Santa Fe. And it was totally shut down and like all the doors were open and it looked freaky. And it had some weird trailer park in the back that caught on fire the month before. Oh, and God. it was a scary place. I'm like, oh my God, I got to make something based on that place right there. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of came to this whole like stream of conscious idea of intertwining like this video game thing with like these crazy hobo wizard guys that live in this place and they check, they break down in front of it and they have to go in, into this place and check it out. And I just wanted to do a movie like that. And it's like, yeah. you can't do that in five minutes. If you're going to have like seven actors in your thing, there's oh, no geez, way. Right. It had like a bunch of actors. It had more than that. I think it had like nine or 10 actors in it. It's like, I got to have at least enough to understand who these people are. So then you're like, yeah. oh, well, I got to do like 15 minutes or something. So that's the reason why it turned out to be that way is right. just because that place was scary and yeah. perfect and needed to have a story about it. And we wanted to do this video game concept. Yeah. So it just came together. It was weird. It's crazy. All those movies were just kind of off the wall. I just yeah. see a place and we just go shoot something. Well, you know, you, you, you would, uh, you know, get your, your friends together and I mean, you're, yeah. you're in front of the camera too. You're directing your, as you put it, you know, kind of stream of consciousness, but, but you know, you're, you're the one, you know, kind of threading, you know, the needle of the, of whatever the story is at the same time. Yeah. How, how is it to wear so many hats on even, even the, like, essentially you, you, you're not working with a budget, you know, you're, yeah. you're just doing stuff you know, and, and making it work. Uh, just, I think the way I try to break it down to the smallest level. Yeah. And I'm like, there has to be an, a start and an end to any idea. Right. So as long as we have a start and an end to every idea that we're doing right now, wherever we are and whatever we're right. doing, we can get through this. So let's just figure out what do these characters need to do? And then whatever happens in the in-between, we'll just edit whatever. You know, yeah. and then you just do that. And I, I think that's the only it, it's hard because but as long as you just focus on those two things and yeah. don't think about all the minor details of all this other crap you got to figure out, it's so much easier to get through it. And it's fun because the, the point of it was to be fun, not to be like, oh, there's got to be like a Hollywood movie. It right. was more like we just got to have a good time. So let's, yeah. I want everybody to have fun making this stuff and not be all stressed out about making that crap. So it's like, okay, let's just do this funny thing and let's just introduce a joke, right? And you just introduce yeah. a joke and then there you go. It's done. Next scene. Yep. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, it, it, you really do need to – so many people working on these type of projects, you know, forget to, you know, make it fun or have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you watch the super? There's a Superman documentary right now, and yep. there it's on YouTube, I believe. You probably saw it, yeah. And they uh, show how the director was just fun dude. I mean, he was always encouraging and just wanted everybody to laugh the whole time. And it's was like it Superman. The, was it the original uh, uh, Christopher Reeves thing? one? Yeah. No kidding. No, I, yeah. I didn't see that one then. Pretty good, and that's a good lesson to be learned, though. Is no matter what, he's just trying to make his actors have a fun time. Yeah, yeah. Because once you stress somebody out, it's just not going to be good anymore. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a bummer and kind of a letdown. And, it, you know, the other thing, too, is for a film like that, how tough would it be to have, you know, be, you know, lively and, and fun when you got somebody like Marlon Brando, too? <laughs> oh, my God. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, he could be either in on the joke or, or he could be, you know, the sandpaper that, uh, you know, going against the grain, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's <laughs> tough. I mean, so you just got to know you like everybody. And everybody cool. on your thing is like friends. That's yeah. why I like to do friends. It's always harder when you have act outside actors. You don't know them at all. 
Yeah. They don't know you and it's just kind of hard to get that rhythm right. Right. I was, right. I was like working with friends, even if they're not professional actors, just mm -hmm. because we're on the same level of stuff and you know, you're just talking and having a good time. And it's like more about having fun. Yeah. If it's because of job, I don't know. That yeah. was the whole point of blood to a death bath to not make it a job, but to make it just kind of funny and stupid. Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, if, uh, speaking of uh, friends, you've got a bunch of uh, amazing uh, talent showing up. Uh, oh, cool. Coach is uh, pitching Hallsworth uh, uh, too, and <laughs> and Don Don's got a a, a nice. Uh, she's saying that uh, I love how London uh, Motel London uh, one uh, just kept having characters getting picked off one by one. Classic uh, expected horror movie flow. But also uh, B movie kind of vibes, so funny. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and she's—I mean, she's in our productions. Don is. Yeah, yeah. And that's with uh, most of the people we're seeing right now are people are part of this Motel London in one way or another, and that's, that's just true. cool. And here's here is Motel London, and yeah, I'm glad that that's just kind of it's just kind of like <laughs> let's just kill everybody real yeah. fast in the <laughs> stupidest way ever. Yeah, but it makes no sense, and then it just none, nothing makes sense. That's the whole point of Blood to Death Bath. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you just you just keep going. Yeah, you got uh, some other friends popping in here. So uh, Eddie's saying hi to Tom. Uh, <laughs> hi Eddie. Oh I guess. nice. Hey Eddie. Uh, yeah. There's Tom again. Yeah. They're just having uh, a conversation, right? Because Ryan made us do it. Oh, you get these guys <laughs> off. Damn it. <laughs> well, everybody wants to always do it right away. And they're like, oh, that sounds like fun. They're like, oh, man, that's going to take some time. Crap. I don't actually want to do that. I'm like, oh, we're doing it. You already yep. said yes. You already <laughs> said yes. You have to do it now. Yeah, you're going like, to have to oh. do it if, if, if you want us to let go of your, your shackles. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, this is going to be too much time. It, that's why I'm like, okay, we don't have to worry about it being perfect. Let's just do it. Right, right, right. That's cool. The uh, you, you know uh, with with Motel London, uh, the first one, you've got yeah as as you said uh, these uh, you know hobo wizards, yeah, you know, and and they they pop up. They're they're the the main uh, antagonist in the second one as well, um, you know, which has just the most amazing kids' heads blowing up scene, you know, that was constructed by you know Midian. And yeah. uh, uh, it was just absolutely, you know, astounding. I, 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 re I remember the day we shot that because I, I was part of that production. Um, I was so excited. I yelped and ruined one of the, one <laughs> oh, of yeah, the yeah, two yeah. takes. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember your, your look at me. <laughs> so you're like, I am going to fucking kill you, Dan. Like that take dollars. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, this is that's too hard. It's too hard. Yeah, that was it, tough, man. I mean, that's the most. That's our highest. That's like our highest production scene right there. Yeah. And, yeah. And thanks for spoiling it. Yeah. Luckily, there's the second explosion. You were able to get the audio for that. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could merge the, merge the two. But yeah, that was amazing, and that was in the basement of Three Kings too. Yeah, that was. Yeah, Jim Norris, who co-owner of Mutiny. Has always been a huge uh, supporter of, of a lot of a lot of your endeavors, a lot of my endeavors. Yeah, um, you know, as He's part of that, it, he just lets you. Do, he would let us do whatever. I mean, we built haunted houses through that whole place, including That's the back true. room. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Like, who would have done that? Only Jim would have allowed that. Nobody else. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah. That was that was pretty uh, pretty fun. Incredible backbreaking work setting up. Pop up haunted house uh, film festivals and pinball tournament, uh, you know, throughout uh, Three Kings. I, yeah, I mean, I, in I one day, up, yeah, just try to set up this haunted house in a day. Christ, oh my god! <laughs> I, I was laid up, you know, each time for like a month after that. I know that first just doing that was hard enough, and then I had to. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna also be you know, an actor in this thing and I'm going to yeah. host it and then I'm going to have to take it down and I'm going to have to go take it. Uh, oh my God, dude. Every year it's like, Oh, I'm going to die. And I did it for 10. I've done it for 10 years. Yeah. And you know, like, like you've got like Tom and Eddie and Don on here, you know, Justin, uh, uh, Gil, Gilpin or Gilton. 
Um, Gitlin. Gitlin, sorry. Sorry, Justin. Um, and then like Alan Elijah Cutler, you know, just yeah. have been some of your mainstay talents uh, on here. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great to see like that, that nice, um, you know, grouping of friends, you know, come out and help you out on these projects. And then, oh man, without them, that wouldn't be possible. Yeah. And then guys like Jim, you know, and then, you know, later on, like, you know, like our dearly departed Groovy too. He was, you know, such an integral part as well. Oh um, man. Yeah. A ton of it. It's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. So you, you've developed a really nice creative family. Uh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad that everybody can work together and have a crazy time. Tell them how we made the the first blood. Oh, what's that story? The first blood. Oh, I don't even remember. You're gonna have to tell them if you want them to know, because I don't even remember that far. I remember the blood from when we were doing the Genesee video, and yeah. Dan was getting hit with the blood cannon, and that was hilarious. God, that was that was... <laughs> so yeah, we, that. You know, I, I guess, yeah, I, I guess, you know, working, you know, with our, with our relationship over the years, you know, what, like, uh, doing the, oh, you, you're talking about the music video, right? The music video where you got, yeah, in my backyard with the blood and then the oh, vice scene. Yeah, that, right, that? that was right. That was me and Paul Bruning. Yeah. And, and we were doing the stunt doubles and, and the hoods right. and everything. And, and there's all the blood cannon stuff that we were doing. That was pretty hilarious. That was, I have that, that, was, that B-roll shot of you, like, getting <laughs> getting hit with so much of it, and you had so much on you, and it was just hilarious, because you were just, like, not phased at all. No, no, <laughs> that's, well, you've seen the intro to the show. Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't, you love it. Like, you love getting splattered with stuff in your face I, all the time. <laughs> I do not mind it at all. As long as it is fake, I do not mind it at all. The more, the <laughs> Yeah, better. right, same here. Yeah. Nope. Feel free to release the B-roll, too. It's like, this is, should, this is yeah. a friendly neighborhood Dan who likes to get splattered. I'll send you it for your intro. You can add it, splice it in there somewhere. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Angela just chimed in, and she says, hi, Ryan. Hi, Dan. Hello, Angela. Uh, she's she's my uh, one of my co-sponsors uh, on, on this platform, too. Which is awesome. Yeah. She's super awesome. Yeah, appreciate it, Angela. Um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 always been fun. Like you know, it, it and by no means it's it's always been a bit of work too. But but you know, working with yeah. you on a number of different projects. But yeah, for for like Motel London too, was it just kind of a continuation of that stream of consciousness? Yeah, Motel London two was definitely inspired by that stream of consciousness coming back. But there was also like new production values I wanted to try. Right. 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 And I and I like that story so much and I could see it expand. Oh nice. So Motel London one of all the movies that we made, that was the one I was like, I could totally see expand into something else. I know everybody's like Hallsworth versus a bear too, but no. <laughs> that was actually made and I actually said no. Yeah. So we made a, a, a Hallsworth too and I said no way. And they thought it's hilarious. And I was like, I ain't doing it. So that's a secret tidbit. There is wow. a Hall's Bar too, but I said no way. Wow. Wait, were you involved in it or just somebody else did Yeah, it? I'm in it. But okay. I didn't realize we were making a movie when I was shooting it. But that was kind of the part one, too. I didn't know we were making a movie. So it's, it was just, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Wow. But it wasn't, that was way too extreme. I'm like, dude, no way. I can't release that stuff. I'm saying some bad stuff. But Motel London 2, there was like, okay, there's a continuation and I want to try this thing with Midian, where we blow up yeah. these kids' heads and melt this face. So, so cool. face melt too. And uh, that was Mark Lomax, remember, at the beginning? Yep. Could, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old Mark. Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, I just want to try all this stuff. And we had all these scenes that we were thinking about doing, and I was thinking about trying out, and we just did it. And once yeah. again, it just happened because it could continue, because the story has enough weight to it right. that it can continue into more of a thing. And that's why I think having all three together is probably the best way to do it. Right. Right. Because then you kind of get an idea of why it's continuing, you know, and why yeah. it's funny that it's continuing. Cause it's really funny movies. Yeah, they are. They're pretty hilarious. They're, they're absolutely gonzo. I mean, you and, and, yeah. uh, and Tom as the hobo wizards, just absolute bonkers. <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you kind of remind me of like, um, you know, like, 
kind of the the washouts from the the, the hippie movement that you know <laughs> did the hippie movement did too many drugs joined a cult washed out uh-huh. of the cult and now are just kind of you know homeless little vagrants and and uh, <laughs> on, like magic just by happenstance you know no primary <laughs> reason as you d- indicated. I'm just telling you, when we went to the first that place that inspired it all, the Motel yeah. London, there were people in there that like were like that, and there was somebody There's who chased us. Somebody it's chased funny. us out of there, running at us, freaking out, and making a crazy monster sound. Oh shit! Somebody chased us out of there. I was with Jess shooting a scene, and he came running at us. Oh my god! I wish I would have gotten that on camera because it was insane. So they definitely inspired the that. Those people that were living wow. in this place okay. inspired these characters. Actual squatters. <laughs> oh my god. That's... They wanted to kill us. They, there was like a time, that same guy, he yeah. ran out in the street and he was all freaking out like Texas Chainsaw Massacre like in the middle of the street. Freaking oh, out. And we were like driving off and I was like, no, we're getting out of here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like this. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, here's, uh, here's Tom again. Uh, when we did uh, Kelly in your backyard, uh, was like uh, Carol Syrup or something else? Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was, a, um, it was. It was corn syrup. I mean, it was the basic formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know it. We all know this basic formula for, but I happen to have all that stuff, the corn syrup and the dye and got it right, got the consistency right. And right. She had to spit it up. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to be... It had to be edible. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. That's, that's the best. Uh, Mike uh, just chimed in. What's up, Daniel and Ryan. Uh, get it, buddies. Scrano. Oh, killer. Scrano is one of the best characters. Mike yeah. Scrano was in part two and he's hilarious. Nice. Yeah. He's in part three too, actually. So I know he's in all of them. He's, he's in all three. Cause he's the first guy he's driving my car in yeah. the scene of the first one. So that's, it's Mike made this whole thing happen. If it wasn't for Mike, that's cool. what would we do? There'd be no Motel London, I tell you that. That's cool. Tell us a little bit about uh, Motel London 3, the, the most recent one. And I, I actually have only seen that one once. Uh, I think you, you uh, just, you know, sent me a link a, a little while ago. Um, and then uh, I, I think I was able to rewatch it again when, you know, when we were uh, talking to C-Center. Okay, yeah, yeah. Motel London 3 was another one of those, like, I could see this continuing. There's some new technology you want to try. Try yeah. some drone shots. Right. Want to try. And we were working with this place called Dapper Cadaver out in L.A. Ooh. And they um, had an allotment of these uh, octopus hmm. that they use for Pirates hmm. of the Caribbean because they do – production for they they do the the props for a lot of these shows and movies out in hollywood so they did stuff for like american horror story and i was like they're like they had a custom thing where you could make your own custom creation okay so i was like well can you take one of those octopus make it like human skin and have it chopped up in this specific way and they did it so i was like oh man i gotta make a movie with this thing wow right so that it, there was a story idea that came along. That one had probably more of a scripted thing to start. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just like, let's just do this. And I had the props. So let's, we went for it. It was, it was crazy. It's that's a crazy. One. And then we had Andrew Novick helping. And then, you know, we had Enigma help at the beginning. He even, that's you cool. know, you know, uh, Groovy is right there in the first scene with them. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's, oh, that's so cool. Um, man, so it sounds like it's going to be, you know, uh, just having all three of them on the big screen, it's going to be a, yeah, a fantastic bonkers time. Yes. And then, you know, um, we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, the original Fright Night, which is just a loved classic, you know, has a huge following. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll make sure we're, we're also going to have you down for like a, you know, a little Q and a, and then, you know, some of the, the actors who, You've got readily available right here on, on YouTube. I know they're here right now. So you guys are invited. I've been inviting them. I'm like, you got to come to this. You got to come to this thing at the C Center because it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty yeah. funny, pretty crazy. I don't. It doesn't happen all that often. So I'm glad you guys are giving us the opportunity to show all three of them 
before yeah. like a classic movie that's actually got a lot of money behind it. You're showing three movies that had maybe a total of fifteen hundred dollars total. Um, <laughs> Man, but it happened. You know, I mean, it's awesome. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, the uh, the uh, for those of you that uh, aren't aren't aware with uh, Carl Festival of Horror, you know, starting with with Ryan, we we kind of uh, we were talking about it's like, hey, you know, we've got so many friends that do amazing film curation. We're like, we, we can't we can't approach that. But we, but we know we have so much amazing talent here in Colorado when it comes to horror filmmaking. You know, it's, we wanted to, you know, celebrate that, but also, you know, marry that with, uh, you know, films that really inspired those filmmakers. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a good idea. I love that idea. So it's just, it's cool that we're a part of it. I'm excited for that. Yeah, you're, you're the, you're the first one. So you're, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, you, we're doing the test drive with you. <laughs> I better not screw it up, you're telling me. <laughs> uh, I, I think if anybody screws it up, you're looking at the guy, you know. The, <laughs> People are going to watch those movies and they're gonna be like, what the hell did that mean? Like, what was that? Wait, you know, well, you know, all you have to do is respond to him. It's like, oh, you're looking for meaning. <laughs> you're Don't looking blame anybody else. You only blame me and then I'll get the eggs and the whatever. But yeah. it needs to happen, and that'll be a good experience. I mean, I haven't shown these very much, yeah, um, publicly. So this will be kind. Of, I mean, when they came out, they were shown. Not all of them, though. So the first one right. was right. It's it's been a while since I've seen like a a big selection of of your short films, kind of in a you know shown in a group. I knew you were you were working on for a short time, like kind of an anthology film, kind of coupling. For sure. All these short films together, but um, I don't I don't know if it ever got released or or what. I, I never heard. Um, no, it didn't. We never fin. And you did the poster art for it, which was amazing. Oh, that's right. I, we never even did the thing yet. It could still happen though. I mean, yeah. it's it's not impossible. It's just like, how is it going to get done? And you know, I don't want it to just be like random stories playing. You know, it's got to have like some purpose. So it just didn't totally come together on the first right. round, you know what I mean? Cause we had to host all this stuff. So we just yeah. need to work on it. Nice. Just kind of chip away at it. What's that? Maybe you're the host, you know, you never know. Anybody could, you have the background now. That's true. I, I do have the background. I, I, can, <laughs> I can be your crypt keeper. <laughs> yeah. So Dan will be the crypt keeper. So that's how we'll finish it. So yeah. We're gonna do it that I'm, way. I'm basically just, a puppet. Yeah. Yeah. He just said, see, this is what happens with my things. He just kind of said yes. So I'm like, okay, yeah, now we're doing it for sure. Now we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> great. I forgot how this thing worked. <laughs> now that it's broadcast, it's practically a legal document, too. Yeah so, yeah. so it happened. He said yes, kind of. So, yeah. I mean... He said yes. Kind <laughs> is is uh, 100% in my world. <laughs> God. That's that's awesome. The uh, uh, Mike just chimed in. Um, you're making me blush, fellas. Uh, yeah, I love you, Ryan. Oh, you're adorable. And then Tom said, I like how Dan called us actors. <laughs> well, Tom is an actor, and now he's a stand-up comedian. That's right. I have been seeing that that, that he's been popping up uh, doing stand-up. I'd love to catch us that. Yeah, you got to go. He does it monthly. He can probably oh, cool. tell you right now when it happens. Uh, yeah, Scott here... Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm just a beginning filmmaker too. How oh, awesome! Yeah, uh, that's that's our friend uh, Scott Strange. Uh, I think uh, Elise and I are going to be having coffee with him up the street here in an hour or two. Oh, sweet! Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, for everybody that's that's tuning in, you know, we've got the the short link, which uh, uh, Ryan had to walk me through on how to create a short link from uh, you know the Denver C Film Center's gigantic ticket link uh to get your tickets uh for for april 8th you know so go get them now you know definitely well not now now you know wait till after the broadcast and, <laughs> and then you know go get your tickets you know and and then let's let's have a good time let's support uh um uh, okay sorry uh tom just keep kept uh posting dates i'm like great did we post the wrong date no uh tom's just you know advertising his his uh comedy sets don't do that yeah. not right now um but so april 8th 
you know, at, um, at the Denver C uh, Film Center, uh, you know, get your tickets, you know, make sure uh, you, you come out, support local filmmakers, you know, local art, and uh, let's just have a good time and, and, and chill out, talk about filmmaking and horror, you know, because it's, yeah. yeah, we need to do more of that stuff. We need to come together more as a community. And, and plus, you know, uh, you know, Ryan's got a cast for his next project anyway, so... You know? Yeah, we got projects coming up. I mean, I've been inspired. I'm like, I got to get back out there because, I mean, we all got screwed up because of the COVID thing. So you didn't know what you really wanted to do exactly. So it took me a minute. Yeah. But now we got some story ideas in the works. We got an animated well, show for Night Mutilator. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Tell us a little bit about that. That's based off of, yeah, you know, for all those out there that don't know, you know, Ryan, you've got uh, this persona called the Night Mutilator. Right. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. So the night mutilator, I've been since I've been a pinball guy and we did the horror house fest. Yeah. And we were making these things. I developed this character with Alan uh Cutler, uh Night Mutilator in this little show of this guy who's like a serial killer pinball guy, kills everybody who tries to beat his scores. Okay. <laughs> So Makes a lot he, more sense. Yeah. <laughs> so I made this character and we made this little short movie and it's like terrible, but you know, it's, it just kind of resonated and I brought it to the pinball community and I was like the host of like the Rocky mountain pinball showdown as this yeah. night mutilator character. And yeah. I started like interviewing people as a night mutilator at this thing for some reason is really weird. And I don't know why I was doing it. it made no sense. Right. But then I wound up taking it on the road to like Texas right. and to Chicago. And I was like, cool. all right, I'm going to make, uh, like a little Seinfeld kind of thing of Night Mutilator. How am I going to do that? And I'm like, oh, well, I want to do something that's like a little bit more extreme animation style since I do animation for a living. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, let's just do this. So it's just, I started developing this pilot and we have Tom is in there. Nice. Good old Tom. Yep. We got Jess from Mutiny. Nice. She's oh a, yeah, Jessica. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So she's a she's a sister of Night Mutilator. We got oh. Slurpee in there. We got Alan is in there as a kid. Nice. And uh yeah, so I have my whole cast and all this done and recorded. So now I'm just skinning it, as they say. Cool. Good, good. I can't wait to see it. That sounds amazing. Uh awesome. you know, it's, it sounds like and you're you know, off air you were said you were working on a pilot, so that's a that's a full episode, man. That's right. That's a yeah. work. I want to. I want to show a story in in its completion. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, Peter just chimed in. He said uh, he will be there. Uh, uh, you know, at at the April eighth uh, screening. So heck yeah. So that'll that'll awesome. be awesome. Uh, that'll yeah. be awesome to see uh, Peter. I yeah. don't know if I even know Peter. <laughs> you probably <laughs> so, met him. I think you have. He's always gone to Horror House Fest and stuff, so he's cool. been a part of that community. He's That's a pinball cool. guy like me. We're all weirdos. Nice. That's cool. The, <laughs> um, yeah, the, you know, I, I think uh, you know, since uh, since I've seen you last, you, you've still been doing the, the, the Horror House Fest Pinball Tournament of Death yeah. pretty regularly. So are, are you still – is that still something that you're doing, or is it uh, – um, do you have anything scheduled Nothing scheduled, but I did talk to Jim the other day because I've always wanted to do it at Mutiny. We were going to do it at Mutiny before they um, before cool. the coronavirus hit. It was that that week when it hit that we yeah. had to cancel it, and you actually did a show for us and everything. So we want to do that there at some point. So we're strategizing how that could happen. So I think once we get that figured out, the biggest thing that's hard about it is if you're trying to produce it and do the show on your own, Yeah, you're having to move all this stuff, like an entire haunted house of yep. stuff. It's not it's easy. Hard. So I, it's very difficult. I've done it. I got really burned out after the last one because it's so hard to do it, right? Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know if I can do this again, but I would do it at Mutiny. So if we can get this worked out, we'll get it over at Mutiny. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll be, that'll be an amazing place to, to do it. You know, if, if anything, just, you know, the eclectic ambiance too, you know, yeah. on top of the, you know, all the horror stuff that you bring. It's already scary there. So I could totally yeah. do this. 
I'm like, yeah. I could totally build that there. That would be amazing. So hopefully, yeah, we'll work it out. We'll get it to work out somehow. Cool. Cool. Um, Brett, my partner, Brett, just chimed in. Um, he's asking if there's going to be any uh, merch sales uh, for April 8th. Um, you know, totally could be. We can set yeah. up a table for for Ryan uh, to sell some some goodies. Would be sweet. So I do have, uh, I do have, you know, some DVDs of these cool. movies. And those are kind of collector items on their own because there's not very many of them. Um, and you've you've got CDs, right, of all the bands that you know. Yeah, like oh yeah, Stone yeah. Dream, Genesir, right? Which yeah, is I, I bring Genesir. Genesir is probably the most appropriate because it's like the industrial projects. So it's scary music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll bring stuff for sure, and I have like shirts and whatnot too. So I'll bring a bunch of that stuff. That'd be amazing. That's that's cool. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get that set up with with Keith at uh, C Center, and then I think we're also going to have. Uh, I think this still has yet to be confirmed, but I think we're supposed to have uh, um, our sponsor Dragon Meadery um, uh, there as well, either selling discount or giving away uh, you know free uh, meat. Oh, cool! Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, Brett can correct me. You know, if, if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's just saying, Oh yeah. Same thing. Just continuing uh, with the DVDs thing. You just, yeah, yeah, I'll have that for sure. So, so that, that'll be cool. Yeah. You always have, you know, you always had, you know, some of the amazing uh, merch and, and uh, fun <laughs> setups. I remember when we used to do uh, Denver comic con together. Yeah. And I would, I would bring like 300 of motel London and they would all be gone by the end of the weekend. I'd be like, Oh my God, I actually sold 300 copies of that. But I went up giving up like half of them for free because I just give them to people as they walk by. Like this. Yeah, is you you and Enigma, <laughs> you know, because he would get hand out stuff too. But you know, that was always like a good way to, you know, wheel people in to to get the high price items. You know, we'd go free autographs, and we'd have like these autograph things of our pictures of ourselves. Right. <laughs> you give it to somebody, and they'd be like, "What in the hell? Who is this?" <laughs> and then they'd have to come and talk to you to find out what the heck is this. Yeah, well, that's okay. Like, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My buddy Brett will uh, will appreciate that because he he goes after autographs. You know, <laughs> I know. So if he saw me at the Comic Con, I he I would have totally. That's what I was doing to everybody. I'm like free autographs, and yep. then like the moms would cover their kids' faces because our booth is all scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 great. You know, but you. By doing that, you're just creating, uh, you know, Ryan's future audience. It's like, what do you mean? Oh, you're, it's forbidden. So I, I must, I must go over there and learn all that I can. Uh huh. Hopefully, that's what you want. So it's cool that people take it. Yeah. Uh, bloodshed death. Uh, the bloodshed death bath booth, the scariest haunted house at Comic Con. It was. That's true. We had one point. Okay, we had one point because we had like a one room haunted house. We had yeah. somebody go in there and scream so loud that it silenced the entire convention center for like really like that awkward 15 seconds of absolutely no sound like everybody heard the scream and was like oh my god what just happened <laughs> was i there i don't remember this yeah i don't know if you were there i know you were like at a bathroom or something and it wow. was just crazy and i was like oh my god we're gonna get kicked out of here <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was that so was amazing. It was, it was the best. Oh, my God. Uh, Ryan, better be prepared with a Sharpie. <laughs> yeah, you, I'll, you have, I'll have Sharpies. I'll have all the colors. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, the terror. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Uh, Ryan, you know, thanks for coming on and, and, and talking to us a, uh, a little bit about, you know, Always. all the cool stuff that you're doing. And what we get to you know look forward to, in in meeting you in person, uh, you know, and and uh, you know doing Q and A and and being able to to watch, uh, you know, Motel London one through three, and then and then getting to to watch you know Fright Night uh, with you, you know that that helped you know shape uh, you know your childhood, but also all the interests that that you know you're into, you know how and and. Uh, compelled you to be a filmmaker it's gonna be awesome to do that with you guys and with everybody who can come it'll be fun we'll just have a good crazy time yeah most definitely it 
uh, for everybody out there, uh, the uh, the link for tickets uh, is uh, here in the, the comment section, but it's also uh, the shortened link is uh, on the ticker, uh, you know, down below. So, you know, make sure to give a, get a, a screen grab of that. Uh, you can also find it uh, on Facebook or if you want to just go to uh, denverfilm.org and just do a, a search for, uh, you know, Fright Night, uh, you know, the 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 film series is is called Double Fearture. So uh, F-E-A-R-Ture. So Fearture. You know, we're clever. Uh, you know, play on words. So uh, yeah, make sure you go over there and and uh, you know, if you have any questions, hit us up on uh, on Facebook at uh, you know Kofo Horror, uh, Facebook.com backslash Kofo Horror. You can go to our website uh, at uh, uh, cofestivalofhorror.com uh but uh but yeah you know let's let's go uh hang out watch some cool horror movies you know uh meet some uh you know amazing local talent and uh have a good time just be fans i'm excited it's gonna be super fun cool <laughs> there goes sarky <laughs> She At least he waited to the end. Yeah, I know. She waited till the end. She just sat just so nice the whole time. Now she's like, I'm right. awake finally. <laughs> nice. Well, it's time. It's perfect timing. Stop it, Slurpee. No, don't. <laughs> no, Slurpee. Uh, cool. Ryan, stick around for a few minutes. But again, yeah. thanks for being so generous with your time on, on this Sunday. Thank you. You guys are amazing. Dan, you're always awesome. And thanks for everybody coming. We'll see you there at the C-Center. Excellent. Thanks. And then uh, to everybody that uh, that tuned in today, yeah, thanks for tuning in and, you know, learning more about uh, all the cool things that uh, Ryan does and and uh, just being so supportive as it seems like half his cast, you know, showed up. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm so glad everybody came. Thanks. I appreciate it. Cool. And then, of course, uh, to our sponsors, to Mutiny Information Cafe, who we, we were talking up earlier. Uh, you know, if you're going to start a revolution, make sure you're caffeinated. And our friends at uh, Hellfire Entertainment, thanks for rebroadcasting us on your social media. And, of course, Groovy TV. And uh, to Bill at Alien Donut Films and Angela at Angela Productions. Uh, Angela Joseph Productions. Sorry, Angela. And, of course, uh, my producers, uh, Lily Fisher and uh, Amanda Armstrong and Stefan Santa Cruz. Thanks for all your support and putting up with my shenanigans. Uh, and yeah, after this broadcast, go out, your, get your tickets, and let's go hang out on April 8th and uh, have some fun with some vampires and some hobo wizards. Heck yeah, this is going to be awesome. Excellent. All right, everybody, have a good weekend. And uh, be good, be kind, help each other out during tough times, and stay spooky. We'll see you guys next time. Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th.